What's up everybody and welcome to B2B Made Simple. If you're passionate about marketing, you're in the right place. Whether you're doing marketing for a brand new startup or a $100 million enterprise, you'll learn strategies that'll help you build a solid team, impact your pipeline, and look like an absolute rock star to upper management. Why? Because these guys are the pros. They're not pretending to know the industry, they're in the trenches on a daily basis. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the co-founder of One Click Agency. We build websites for B2B companies, and I'm also the co-host of this podcast. If your goal is to become the marketer everyone else looks up to, keep listening. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to B2B Made Simple. This is our second time trying that simple intro. You'd think after all this time, I'd be able to nail it, but no. <laughs> Dan, welcome to the show. Today, my special guest is Dan Mott, the founder of 6.3 Media. Uh, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, sir. What's going on, Sam? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Excited to talk about some LinkedIn stuff. Um, so It's going to get very controversial. It's going to get real controversial. <laughs> so anybody that's listening to this knows I'm very, very active on LinkedIn. I would hope they know it by now. Um, and one thing that I have not done within the past few years is cold outreach on LinkedIn. And um, to be honest, I had tried it when I didn't know anything about LinkedIn and I came across as probably the most spammy guy ever. So for my connections that connected with me and were like gracious to way back when, um, thank you. I have changed. I am not that guy anymore. <laughs> but uh, Dan, you're gonna be I'm talking so about it. <laughs> it's like embarrassing for me to go back. I'm just like, oh my gosh, did I really say that? Like, I get it. I get it now. Yep. Yeah. But it was just an you just keep sending more and you get better and better. And then you forget at how how bad you were in the past. So yeah, yeah. I try to I try to forget. But um you're gonna help. everyone starts somewhere. So like <laughs> I always try and give people a break too, because I'm like, all right, you're probably like, especially like if you're a BD, like you might be new to the job and like you're you might be like literally might be your first day on LinkedIn trying to reach out to people. So yeah. I always try to like provide feedback and and be like you know, at the very least, like, I'm not going to call you out or, or, you know, be mean to you, but like, I'll either ignore you or give you some feedback. So yeah, some corrective <laughs> criticism. Yeah, um, it helps. yeah, but I think cold outreach is really kind of controversial. And uh, that's what we're going to jump into how to do it right. Um, you're going to show us some ways that it really does work. And if you're a B2B marketer, um, this is going to be a really good podcast for you. So first off, Dan, why do you think automation on LinkedIn is so taboo. Why is there such a stigma around it? It's funny. Um, and, and too, like I'm, I, I might just kind of be in, in the space, right? Like I connect with a lot of like LinkedIn power users um, who might be in sales, might not be, right? They might be more focused on, more focused on their personal brand. They might be focused on, you know, other kind of goals and initiatives for use, wanting to use LinkedIn. And I think, you know, it, it probably stems from, <clears throat> um, you know, just the, the animosity towards cold outreach in general on LinkedIn. And, you know, because it's such a, such a networking heavy, especially in the business realm, uh, you know, people want to be, you know, conversational, build relationships and truly network with people. So when they get these spammy requests that have come in for years and years and years, I think it's getting better now, but you know, we're, we've kind of put up our walls a little bit. We, we like, we're, we're so used to, you get that, like everyone knows it, right? You get that intro message and it's like, Hey Dan, I, uh, you know, we have this many connections in common or we have this in common or something like you can, you can smell it a million miles away. <laughs> yeah. um, so like you just, you can feel the pitch coming. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that, you know, automation is really kind of designed to be able to help you scale. So you're, you're really, you're going to be sending the same message to people over and over and mm -hmm. over again. And it's that copy and paste style 
that that that's just so associated with the you know hey this person's just going to pitch me all they want is my business and they don't really care about me and i think that that's why there's just you know so much that's why it's kind of like almost vilified you know like yeah. cold outreach is bad and automation just makes it that much worse right because mm -hmm. people want uh, people want to be pitch to like, they want, you know, I want you to come check out my profile. I want you to see what I'm about. And then, you know, send me a message that's, that's relevant. You're actually here to help me and know that you can actually provide support to me. So mm -hmm. um, I, I think that that's a big component of it. It's just that disconnect. It's, you know, people, you know, selling in general, people are on the fence about and automation uh, from what they've seen, from what they've tried themselves has definitely pushed them like in the wrong direction. And I think that that's why there's so much you know negativity around the subject. Yeah. Um, before we go on, I'm curious. And if you can't think of one, that's fine. Yep. What do you think is the worst cold outreach message you've ever gotten on LinkedIn? Oh, um, yeah. I'll give you the worst message that I've ever sent. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and I actually did this recently too. And like, this, this is like, this is funny. This is a really big mess up. Right. And I actually, um, I do my drafting in like, I have a bunch of templates and then I put it into the program that I use to actually send my messages, which I use octopus CRM. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> what I'll do is like, I'll put, you know, like I'll write my copy and I'll write name in all capitals. But then when I copy and paste it into the, into octopus, the tool that I'm using for automation, I need to click the button to change it to the actual thing that's going to tag you as your first name. Completely forgot to do this around new year's. And I sent out all these, I sent out like 20 of these messages and I was just like, Oh shit, man. Delete so, account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Delete so then I was just like, all right, this is really embarrassing because this is what I do too. So I was like, yeah. all right, this is bad. So I was like, all right, well, I can own it and I can recoup from it. So what I did was I went back and I like sent like a funny message, like joking, like joking around about it. And the the messages that people like it was super simple. It was just like I wrote like LOL, my bad name again with a smiley face. Like that's all I wrote after that. Um, like just owning up to the mistake. And I actually like the responses that I got back from that were really incredible and like really funny. So I was like, all right, you know, like even like it's okay to make mistakes, right? Like, especially when you're starting, like you're going to screw up, you're going to make mistakes, you're going to do it wrong. You're going to piss people off. But like, as long as you learn from those mistakes and you're, you're genuine and, and try and be like, and own up to it, like, mm -hmm. I, I think it's fine. Right. Like people appreciate that and you see it all the time. So, yeah. Um, what are the best practices for cold outreach on LinkedIn? that you found to actually keep us genuine because it's really easy to come across as, oh, this had to have been a template or this was really inconsiderate to send this. What are some ways that you found that really hit the nail on the head when it comes to being genuine? Definitely. So I personally, personally review every single profile before I ever send a message. Hmm. Um, so, and then that's why I don't, I like, I, I don't actually, we can talk about this too, but I don't send nine times out of 10, I don't send an intro message. I send blank requests. Mm -hmm. um, and then because I want to make sure like you're, A, you're going to actually connect with me. And then B, then I'm going to go through your profile, like go through like in, in detail, what market are you in? What message do I need to send you? And how like likely do I think of, you know, are, do we actually want to do business together? Mm -hmm. um, so, so review people's profiles. Um, I never send more than two messages without like if it, it uh, without a response. So mm -hmm. like, if you don't respond to my second message, I'm not going to like yeah. our conversations over until you engage in my content. And then I might try and restart from there, mm -hmm. but it's, you know, time passed, you have to engage, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, so those are kind of, you know, like my, my two big ones that I, I kind of always adhere to. Um, I actually just published a post with that had five on it. I can't think of the rest off the top of my head. So um, I, like, I can link that up to you though. Cause there's, you know, there, there's some good conversations off of that too, with other people mm -hmm. ha having their advice and stuff, but 
uh, those are definitely the big ones. It's, it's like you you want to make sure that you you know who you're talking to and that you can actually help them because otherwise, why message them? You're wasting both their time and your time in the process. Yeah. So you brought up the blank request where you yeah. just hit connect with someone, you know, your ideal prospect or someone you want to connect with. What's been your response on that? I've heard mixed signals. I I personally try to include a note, um, but again, sometimes that can just feel kind of ingenuine because everyone doesn't know. So yeah. what have you found? Because some people swear by you have to be putting a note or I'm not going to, you know, accept your request. I yeah. tend to, if someone sends me a request, I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt, to be honest. So it sounds yeah. like people are doing that for you too. Is that, is that what's going on? Yeah. So, and, and here's my advice, right? Like um, you absolutely should customize your request because that like, if, if I am like, someone I idolize, like I, I, you know, like I check out, you know, some content that they produce and like, I think that they have really great posts and I really want, I genuinely want to connect with this person in particular. Like I'm going to send them, but like, I've invested the time to check out their content. I've invested the time to like, it's, this doesn't scale. Like, and for me, it's all or nothing. Like if I'm going to customize a post, it can be really good. You're going to have a hard time saying no to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But that like, if I'm, if I'm trying to sell, if I'm trying to prospect, I I can't do that for everyone. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to be sending like 10 requests a day and you know, like I'm not going to get anywhere. So uh, for me, nine times out of 10, it's going to be a blank request. um, Unless I'm like, I really need to connect with this person. Um, Or like, I just hopped off a call with someone. I'm going to send, Hey, you know, great chatting with you this morning. Can't wait to continue the conversation. Like Mm -hmm. those those kind are, you know, the ones I customize. Um, And I've done a lot of testing around this. And the truth is there literally is no difference between uh, sending a request and not, or sending a message with your request and not sending one. And I think that's because most of the time, like no matter, even ha- no matter how targeted you are with your campaign and the list that you're building in sales navigator, um, <clears throat> it's, it's going to be the same thing. Hey, we're connected to these people. Hey, you yeah. know, we're in this industry together. And, and again, people can smell it a million miles away. So that's why I just, I, I go for nothing, you know, like just, just send it. And then I'm relying on my tagline specifically and my summary that I let people do their own homework, right? Like yeah. I've, you know, like I, I've gone through, I've, you know, done a quick research, you know, based on the filters, based on like who I, you know, knowing my target market and who I can genuinely help. Um, so like I've, I've done my homework, I'm going to send the request and then you get to do your homework, you know, check out my tagline that takes what, two seconds. Uh, if you want to read further, check out my, you know, my summary. And then that's, I'm leaving it up to you to kind of like make the decision on whether or not you want to connect with me based on who I am, what I post, what I do, all that stuff. Yeah. So we've covered uh, some good things for us to do when it comes to staying genuine um, and being genuine. What should we avoid? Like the don't go here, don't do this, stay away at all costs when it comes to uh, cold outreach and really LinkedIn in general. Um, Yeah. I mean, uh, let me, let me talk about automation first. I think that if you are just getting started with cold outreach, don't start with automation. Like mm. I went, and I did this myself too. Like when I started, I did everything manually, even though I was still like copying and pasting things in, yeah. but like it forced me to go to people's profiles. It forced me to look at the conversations. It forced me to do all these things that, that set up all these best practices for me that now I can, I, I could see, okay, this is how I could apply automation to this. Here's how I could scale what I'm actually doing. Um, so I, I think that that's a big thing you know, take the time up front to, to, to get to know people and, and learn them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of what not to do, um, I think that's the biggest one. I, I don't know. Like wh- yeah. what stay else? Stay away from the do? automation at first is what you're saying? Yeah. Stay away from automation at first. Um, like, cause you need to learn the ropes first before mm-hmm. you can, you can dive into that. Um, 
I'm trying to think like what else. There, there's probably like too many things not to do um, for me to call out anything specific. Yeah, yeah. Like, d- don't be a dick. Uh, you know, like you're the one reaching out to people. Like, even if even if someone like fires back, like just, hey, my bad. Cool. No problem. Yeah. You know, yeah. like be, it just just be you, you have to be like, cool. You can't like let your anger get the best of you. Like you're the one interrupting them. You're the one reaching out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you kind of you have to like go with that flow. Yeah, for sure. Um, so once we get past the basics, we have a foundation in it um, and we want to use automation. How do we scale it without um, being generic? Because I think that's the trap that a lot of people fall into once they really get the, the automation rolling, right? Yep. Yeah. So I'm literally a crazy person and I don't recommend you do it like I do. <laughs> um, so I literally, every single new connection that comes in, I, re- I look at their profile because this allows me to do both outbound and inbound, right? Um, so I review their profile. I will look at their job title, their industry, uh, how many employees work for them, all this stuff, their summary. Uh, and I, I basically put them into different buckets based on what my, my initiatives are. Why am I messaging these people and what do I want to say to them? What's the conversation thread I want to have? Um, and then I will also grade them on a scale of a, like ABCNA. Um, so I look at every single profile that comes in and if I don't think you're worth messaging, I'm not going to, I'm not going to message you. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say, I don't think that you're a good connection to have because there's yeah. a lot of purposes to be connected to people. Um, I have partners, I have friends, I have clients, I have, you know, like there's a lot of different, different things and it's just, what, what are your goals? What are you focused on? You can't try to do a million different things at once because that defeats the purpose of, of automating it. So it's like, what are your three primary goals from a direct outreach perspective? Um, is that, you know, partnerships is that, uh, you know, maybe you want to, for you, like you want to get more, you know, more eyes on your podcast. You want to more, yeah. get more guests on your podcast, right? Like, so it's, it's all about like finding, you know, like what, what am I specifically doing? What is, what is my goal for each and every conversation? And then once you find the alignment of, Hey, you know, I can do this for this person and this person and this person, boom, that's where you can apply the same message to them because it's still genuine, specific enough for them to actually want to respond. What are some ways you found to actually get to know your prospects better? Because let's say you send a couple of cold messages and it stalls, they don't respond. What do you do to kind of further that um, relationship in a non-spammy way? Because they're still an ideal customer and a a good prospect. So you don't want to leave them hanging, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, the... The, the way that I break it up is like, there's, there's prospecting, which is mm-hmm. all just, you know, net new connections at the top of, you know, top of the funnel growing, you know, te- opportunistic really yeah. like right time, right place. Right. But then you have to be able to nurture those, those relationships. And that's really where content comes into play, where you're, you're, you're putting your, your, your message, your ideas in front of people. You start to build that authority. Um, they start to follow you. And then you have an opportunity to kind of restart that conversation in a much better place where now they, they know who you are and what you're yeah. about. So, at the top, my first message is always su- like literally a lot of times it's just, how's it going? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like I put a little more context around it, but uh, I, I literally, my, my ask is nothing other than just, I just want to get to know you. Um, and then like, that's always my first message. My second message is, is much more of a qualification. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you even like, is this something you do? Is this something you're in- like engaged and not from like a salesy perspective? Like I'm genuinely like for me, I do a lot of, uh, you know, LinkedIn stuff. So I genuinely ask them like, um, you know, have you been using LinkedIn to find new clients? Like if so, what's been working for you? Um, so that just gets this conversation going in the right place without me pitching anything, without me like, you know, trying to, 
um, be spammy about it. And then again, if you're not going to respond to how's it going or, you know, are you using LinkedIn, then I'm going to, I'm not going to message you again mm -hmm. until I see that you start to engage. Now I'm posting content about LinkedIn, about, you know, yeah. sales, about conversations, about marketing. And then I see you, you know, start to like, I see you start to comment. That's when I'm going to go back and say like, Hey, you know, love, you know, love that you've been checking out my posts. Like, again, how's it going? Or, you know, like I'll go try and find something more, like maybe I found like they commented on my post and then I'm going to repurpose that like, oh, well, what did you mean by that? Or, you know, like, just keep the conversation going. You're starting it in public on your, in your comment section and then just move it over to DMs from there where yeah. that way you can be more of a sales focused conversation at that point. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that's kind of something that I've been doing. So I don't really do the cold outreach in the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. So I'll connect with them. And then if I see an ideal, um, prospect in my comments, I'll say, Hey, I really do appreciate you, you commenting. And it's uh, a good way to further the relationship and let them know that they've been seen because yep. in an ideal world, it would be where I would go to their page and comment on a post, like reciprocating what they did for me, yep. but I can't do that to every single person. So that's like ideal world. <laughs> so the next best thing is a prospect quick send them a message and just say thanks and uh, let them know that what they're doing for me is not going unnoticed because it takes time for them to comment and it's been yep. really well received and it's a great conversation starter um, yep. for what I have going on so the last thing I want to ask you um, you had mentioned to me that you segment your prospects um, in your lists for for LinkedIn outreach what are some ways that you do that uh, the most obvious ones are by market. Um, you can do it by persona. Um, those are probably the, the strongest ones. Um, if you're looking to do like a local campaign, you can do like within your, your local geo. Um, and I think it really comes down to what, what's your business model? What are your services? Uh, what are your, what's your overall outreach strategy um, to be able to determine that? Um, so for me, I have my, my typical LinkedIn services, but then I also... Uh, work with a community of uh, marketing operations professionals. So those conversations are completely different. I'm, you know, targeting completely different organizations, uh, but it's still within the the marketing tech space. So, um, you know, that's that that for me personally is like my my primary differentiator. Like, okay, you know, uh, where you know where what, what kind of organization does this person sit in? What's their role and responsibilities? Um, you know, which conversation thread makes the most sense for me to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then a lot of times what I'll, I can't really do this for my clients because mm -hmm. it's, it's like, it's super specific me being involved in the process, but sometimes I'll just write like other in my, in my mm -hmm. segment section. Um, very, very, you know, like that might just be like a one-off scenario where like yeah. I might come up with a custom, a custom message for that person. Or then it just gives me like, oh, hey, by the way, this this probably is a conversation that I could have start having with this. And then I find more and more people who fit that category. Mm -hmm. And then that just opens up like a new messaging thread, um, you know, channel for me to, to kind of like tug on and see where it goes. Because yeah. I mean, no matter what, like even with the same, like I, I've been targeting IT solution providers, um, you know, approximately three to seven employees direct to the owner founder. So like, I, I know exactly who my market is. That's who I've been targeting for, you know, for is since I started my business. Um, but the, the message I use, the strategy that I use has consistently changed. Um, I think I'm on, I have like a really big Excel tracker or I use Google Sheets um, that, that shows me like, you know, just my daily activities, my, yeah. my metrics, my, you know, all the people, like all the grading and, and categorizing that I'm doing, all that stuff like lives in that document. Uh, I'm currently on version five of that, so. <laughs> And then a lot of those have sub like things within them or yeah. sub messaging, sub lists. Like, yeah, I've done a lot of experimentation around this and like, I'm, I'm always looking to evolve. Like uh, every, you know, 
every maybe week to a month, I'm, I'm changing something about it. So mm -hmm. it's, it's always about identifying where's the lowest hanging fruit, where's the biggest opportunity for me to make improvements at every stage of the funnel. Um, and then I just experiment with it and see what's going to work. Sounds like you're going to have to trademark that, uh, that Excel sheet. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, it's been awesome having you here, man. Um, why don't you share for a minute or two what you do, because it obviously ties into what we talked about today and yeah, what you have going on at uh, Six Three Media. Yeah, so Sixer Media works with uh, IT solution providers, again, typically within the, the SMB space, B2B, uh, you know, IT. Uh, really, it's focused around helping people find, you know, clients, uh, build relationships, um, again, really being targeted specific to, uh, you know, not just to get a quick sale, especially like in the IT space, you know, sales cycles are so long. Um, so it's really about building those relationships and fortifying them. Um, so the way that we do that is through kind of, you know, our two main programs are the LinkedIn prospecting and then the LinkedIn nurture. So helping you build your network, helping grow it, you know, opportunistically take advantage of conversations as they come in. Um, and then on the other side of that, all right, now that we've got, you know, we're growing your network, how do we, you know, how do we develop those relationships? How do we build that trust, that loyalty, um, and then re-engage those people when the timing is right? Awesome, man. Well, hey, thanks for joining me uh, on the podcast. It's been good having you here. Um, where can we find uh, more about your company if uh, we want to reach out? LinkedIn, baby. No way. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, just you can find me, Dan Mott, on LinkedIn um, or my, or, you know, Six Three Media right there. Uh, you know, post a lot of content and stuff like that. Drives back to our website, uh, media.com, S I X, the number three, media.com. Um, those are pretty much the only two places I live because that's what we're all about. So, all right, man. Well, thank you so much. It's been good having you here. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me.